Hello and welcome to Portraits of Clongos, a podcast series that takes you on a journey into the lives of former pupils of Clongoswood College. My name is Rossa McDermott, and in this podcast series, we will speak with alumni from Clongos to hear their first-hand accounts of the transformative impact this school has had on their lives. Rossa White is an economist and worked for a Davy stockbroker during the Eurozone crisis of 2008-09, has since been with the NTMA in Ireland and is now in private industry. Rossa White, I'd like to welcome you to the podcast today, Portraits of Clongos. I suppose the first question I have for everybody, which you'll be the same, is uh, how do you remember Clongos and how was it for you? Thanks, Rossa. Um, I, I I feel like this is the uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the and a Rossa Rossa fan club yeah. here, uh, and maybe that's the only reason I I, I got a call to come on. But, <laughs> no, but no. thank you, and it's a it's a, it's it's a privilege and a and a, and a pleasure. And obviously, uh, we've met before, but uh, you 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 got there with the name before me. But just uh, about as as we were discussing, a lot more common these days. Yeah. How was it, Tangos? Um, I mean, ultimately for me, I was a I was a shy child. I was uh, I grew up in Northwest Mead in a place called Nabber. Some people have heard of it because he used to get slagged on Irish radio back. Yeah. Nabber, he used to get slagged on, on Irish radio back in the day on on a, on a slot called Navin Man. That's right. And I got plenty of that plenty of that slagging when I was in. When I was God, in the being Rossa and from Nabber, God, that that's it. it. That's it. And I also, yeah, I suppose, the final thing is that my my mother, who is very proud of her name, I ended up. I have my middle name is uh, is her surname, which is unusual. So her 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 uh, surname is Daly, but I don't have a double barrel name. Oh. Um, but whatever way happened with the form Tango's when I arrived, I was down as uh, Daly White everywhere. So, so <laughs> even some of my pals today still don't know me as Rasa White, but I I I, I was between zero and twelve, and I have been to, from eighteen to forty five. Yeah. Uh, so I reverted. But anyway, that's a, that's an aside. And um, when I arrived, I mean, I suppose I was coming from the the kind of Kilcock side, uh, coming from Nabernav in that direction, and went down the avenue, and it was um, it was pretty daunting. But I was kind of reflecting on it that that some people, probably even the people coming from Dublin, went down the avenue because they wouldn't have known the side entrance, yeah. so everybody was in the same boat. But I remember just the butterflies that day, being excited. But as as someone who I suppose ha- wasn't particularly streetwise, and uh, as I said, a shy ch- child at twelve, uh, you do have those nerves, but I remember the first day just being a blur of football, indoor football, meeting loads of people, 20 aside on the indoor football pitch. And <clears throat> it was kind of heaven for me because I, I was, you know, sport is a, has always been a huge part of my life, but I, I'd never, um, I'd never even played on, on a pitch, never mind indoors, but nets on it before because I grew up playing uh, rugby and Gaelic football before I went to Congo. So I just remember it was, it was fantastic, settled in very quickly. The worst bit then was when all the older boys came back a few, a few days later because yeah. we, we, with the run of the place so so I certainly wasn't homesick at the start and the first period up to Christmas I, I just re- I remember really enjoying it the first Christmas and I think a lot of people are in the same boat and talking to lads over the years since that going back after that first Christmas was difficult that was the first time I was really homesick but up until then yeah settled in pretty pretty, pretty quickly and you had no previous connections with the place no family no 
No, I didn't. My, my father, um, unusually, he has four brothers. They grew up in Glasnevin, as did my mother. So both dubs, and we moved out to Mead when I was four. And he, he'd been to Newbridge, and only his older brother didn't go, but his other three brothers went. And funny enough, they started dad and his older brother, Khan, who's a year older, a year and a half older than him in the same year as they did in those days. So he yeah. ended up kind of doing a pre-year, like some people would do in other schools. Uh, I won't mention rival schools in, in <laughs> Dublin, but let's say somewhere like ring that they they might do that so he'd been to boarding school but coming from dublin and i suppose newbridge by the time we got to 1990 when i started it wasn't quite the school it had been uh, i'll be killed for that because i have a couple of <laughs> newbridge pals but i, I think Clongos, if you're going to board uh was uh maybe uh he he felt it was maybe the better alternative at that stage so i think the boarding without his boarding background i don't think i ever would have gone to Clongos. and then the second thing is you know, where I grew up in Nabber, there's actually a fantastic school in Nabber now, but it probably wasn't quite as good in those days. Uh, my sisters went to school locally, but I think because I was into the sport and he'd boarded, that was the the push factor. My mother never really got over me going. I, th- I th- still think she'd say today, I wish you didn't go, <laughs> even yes. though she knows I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it definitely came from my dad's side. Yeah. But no connections apart from that. There are some Jesuit connections in the family, but actually I sh- I'm wrong. One of my cousins did go years and years ago, uh, Patrick Daly, but uh, apart from that, uh, no real connections. Well, you hadn't, sorry, just because you hadn't done Kilishi or you hadn't done Ring before that. No, no, I hadn't. Yeah. No, I was in, I was in Nabra National yeah. School. Yeah, I'm yeah, very so, proud of it. So the yeah. whole thing was brand new to Brand new. Yeah. And when you look back now, a few years down the track, Rossa, can you pick out a few things it's given you for your life? disciplines or values or things you've adopted in your day-to-day life and career? Yeah, I, it's funny. When I left Clangos, I, I, I kind of, it's almost a reaction to leaving because you're you're kind of institutionalized a little bit. And I lived on campus in first year in college and I, I almost reacted against it. So all the routine that I had in Clangos, I kind of threw out the window. Didn't yeah. really go into college too much with lectures that year. I had a brilliant year, but the yeah. way my degree was set up, I did the BCom with, uh, with, with with French for my uh, undergraduate. In those days, it was all on your final year, so you could get away with yeah, let's call no, it tossing a bit in first year and in, and, in, and in second year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, all that routine that I suppose I was used to and it was a core part of my life. I almost threw that out and said, I don't want any routine. And but I came back to that, and by the time I got to final year in college, where had to put the head down a, a, a bit. Certainly my study routine, for example, I can't say I would have gotten up as early as say I would have in school in, in final year in college, but I was up early-ish for a student and then I would have studied late in the in, in the library and that kind of being used to studying in a library yeah. uh, helped. I didn't study in my room ever in college. I always studied in New City Library and same in my master's when it was even more routine and there was a gang of us that used to do that together. So yeah, I think that was the, 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 the disciplines. And then I brought that into my working life. So when I, my first job in Davy, I was in every morning at quarter to seven, but that night that was even earlier than getting up at half seven in, in Clongos. But I, I kind of was always used to that. And uh, I think that definitely helped. And actually the morning routine in, in my first job, there was, there was a routine to it. You know, you go in a quarter to seven, you'd have your morning meeting at half past seven, you'd write your note, all that sort of thing. So the first two hours were very like, in a sense, the first couple of hours in school. And and then the other values, look, I think the great thing about the Jesuits is they um for a religious order, they are quite um quite liberal of, of mindset, but they're broad minded and you know, people like Bruce Bradley, who'd be a friend of mine, think that that kind of ethos that they have, that they're have great faith and probably a lot more faith than, than I do, although I hold on to a bit of it. I can't say I'm a I'm a 
I'm a, a Catholic who goes to mass every week, <laughs> but uh, I, I still have a bit of that, you know, inner, I, I suppose, very much a questioning mind as well. But there's that bit of faith that I hang on to, and and and, and a little bit of that kind of thinking and spirituality that the that uh, the Jesuits have, and I think that's that's really important. And then the kind of man for other stuff, which is the cliche. I I can't say I always ab- abide by that. You know, we all slip from from time to time and have our selfish moments, but that's always kind of in the back of your mind. And funny that phrase does pop into your mind from time to time. And oh, it's important. That's what we were. Uh, that was drummed into us to look out for people. Uh, particularly when people are um, maybe things aren't going uh, as well, and we all have you know people that that, that we need to look after, uh, including ourselves from time to time. Yeah. But I think that 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 ultimately that is something that's kind of instilled in you. And then the final thing I'd point to is is is, is around some of the other things. I mean, the, I was lucky to be part of the uh, the, the academy in in, in Clongos and uh, wrote a couple of papers, and I think that definitely helped me even when things like. I was doing my master's thesis in, in university because I kind of done it before. I'd done it two years in yeah. a row. I still remember the two papers I did. One was on ethics and sport in, in fifth year. And then I did a paper on the War of Independence. And I, I'd become a real lover of history, uh, particularly Irish history, uh, mainly thanks to Tony Pierce, who was a great teacher. Yeah. That was before um, sports washing, probably. With... <laughs> yeah, the first ethics and sport, God. Yeah, I mean, we can see that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Manchester United fan, and this is recording. Okay, we're recording this the day before now. the FA Cup final. And <laughs> the rivals are definitely in the other camp in the sports yeah. washing camp. No, they manage their budget very well. They're very tight, very oh, frugal, very, tight, very, yeah. very frugal. You know, <laughs> yeah, very frugal. No asset um, appreciation. Um, it's all they're losing money. In fact, for all the wrong reasons. They don't manage themselves well at all. Oh, they, 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 yeah, and and and, and look, ultimately, I, I'm worried United will fall into the uh, the similar ownership uh, or yeah. a different part of the Middle East, and we'll see what happens there. But anyway, um, that's not what we're uh, we're yeah, here for, to yeah. talk about. I, I mean, I think the sport though was 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 very important as 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 a final thing. I pick out that I love sport all my life, and it was a big part of. I think one of the reasons I enjoyed Congo so much. And that kind of, that stays with you, that little bit of competitive sporting edge that is built in Congo's. Uh, yeah. definitely stays with us still playing a bit of five aside now but I think it's that little bit of competitive edge that also feeds into your working life particularly when you're a bit younger maybe in your in, in your 20s uh, and that's uh, something that obviously Congo has, has excelled at over the years yeah and you're right things like the academy you know, I was actually the president would you believe but I ah, did a thing, I did a thing <laughs> on JFK's assassination and I found it really really enthralling even to do it uh, I did it in fifth year because sixth year got too busy but uh, it really made you focus and prepare and put the story together, as you say, that in later life, you're, you're surprised at how much you've taught yourself in a way uh, when you go to college, you know. I just found they balance sport and things like school councils and things you learn to do gives you a great foundation of different things. And the academy was one of them. I, I do agree to there. Yeah, it was great. It was, it was a little bit, so we, we have that nerdy club uh, together, <laughs> Rasa, as well as the name. Uh, but it, it was, because uh, I think there were only, uh, God, there were, were there only six of us, um, yeah. maybe three in each year, yeah. fifth and sixth year. So uh, yeah, look, it's uh, definitely those. It's just those disciplines, and and it's 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 one or two or three things that that stay with you for life. You don't even know you're doing them, or right. you don't even know that they that they have made a difference until you actually uh, reflect on them. Yeah, and is there um, one recollection uh, or memory of your first day or the entrance exam that really stands out? I know you said about going up the avenue. Was there anything else distinctive that you look back and say, "My God, I didn't know it was ahead of me." 
Yeah, I mean, an entrance exam, I remember, because I only knew one other guy there, uh, James Fitzsimons from Navin, who, right. who I was playing rugby with at the time in Navin. And of course, this would have been the back end of our sixth class, uh, maybe October, November time. So it was our final year playing rugby together there. And James ended up being with me for another six years in in, in school and is still a friend to this day. But th- I didn't know anybody else. But I remember there's a, a guy a year ahead of us uh, that took us around that day. And uh, I'm sure a few others were on that group, uh, a guy called Dave Roberts, uh, who was a, a year ahead of us. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was all, I suppose we looked at wonder at the at the place, in particular the, <laughs> for me, the sporting facilities. So so I, I think, you know, those memories about the school and the avenue, it, it it was funny when you were when you were going on breaks so we'd have and i don't know you were there slightly before me but not that long before me and we used to have the uh friday morning till monday night break when it yeah. wasn't say halloween or christmas where you had those longer longer ones and i think everyone kind of counted down the three and a half weeks in in, in between so even though you're enjoying it joy every day but on on balance enjoying it at least speaking for myself you still look forward to 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 going home for those few days and then when you're at home it was almost and it wasn't so much homesickness for me bar on a couple of occasions i I mentioned christmas in 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 first year but you'd still that monday because you got on the routine of being home you didn't look for at least i didn't look forward to going back and i used to remember every it was an hour's drive from navar to congos to 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 the front gate and uh, i used to remember every every little milestone and every little time gap i remember Kilcock to Clongos was 10 minutes maybe uh, uh, so this is coming back so that you knew when you got to Kilcock only 10 minutes before you'd yeah. be driving down the avenue so and, and you'd be literally in the car counting the minutes down it's funny and then when you're back you're fine but it was it was almost you got out of the routine and of course look we were still young uh, between 12 and 18 so it's it's more natural uh, I think to, to uh, you know enjoy once you get into those home comforts enjoy the family time too yeah, ours was seven or eight week gap, still three and a half. We had a Gosh. tough. <laughs> so it was very, it's very different to, to even when you hear the, what they do now. So yeah, and obviously roads are very isolated for us, but it was beautiful. But the exact same feelings, I think, are intergenerational, you know, whether it's three weeks or seven weeks, the going back is always the going back. It's like coming back from a holiday, you know what I mean? You do get this funnier feeling going back. Do you go you back do. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a mixture of uh, excitement, butterflies, excitement, dread, and butterfly, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and back to routine the following morning. And would you go back <laughs> after, Ross, or would you just a visit? Actually, would you believe I was down last weekend yeah. and I hadn't been in, 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 we were just down, actually, we were at my, one of my daughter's uh, football matches. He was playing in, in, in Selbridge against oh. Selbridge Town. And oh, um, we hadn't been down in, I'd never taken them down the avenue. And I said, oh, should we go out and we're close by? We go out and have a look and I'll show you where I went to school. And then I didn't realize until I was halfway down the avenue. God, there's a lot of cars here today. It was a union, union day, day last That's Sunday. Right, yeah. So so I, I didn't get to take them around the back because yeah. there's just a queue, you know, people trying to get their prize pitches for the day. And we happened to be we happened to be there about half twelve or one, so it was probably prime time as well. But I will sometime take them around the back and they so they didn't see the they only saw the castle and the front. They didn't see the I suppose the dorms or the pitches at the back, which because uh, they were pretty non plus I have to say, Ross, which really? was disappointed. That's about, disappointing. Anyway. The avenue is a big selling jewel, I think. <laughs> that well, the golf shape. course. Yeah. Uh, my, our eldest uh, Ava plays golf and she she was is that your course? Did you actually get to? Did yeah. you actually have that? As yeah. Walk down school? the avenue, yeah. And all daughters you have, yeah. Two daughters and a boy. Uh, two, two two daughters and a son. So, uh, and would yeah, you consider 
all things being equal and sending your son? I mean, I don't know the age, but was that a thing that crossed your mind? Well, he's only five, yes. but uh, we live north side in Dublin. Uh, we're in Clontarf, so um, uh, we uh, maybe don't have massive choice of uh, of schools uh, compared with the, the south siders. North side is still the best place to be, Rasa. But uh, so look, I it, started it, it's off a little in the bit... north side. Don't worry, I was Sutton Park when I was for my senior in college. Don't worry about that. <laughs> So we, uh, yeah, look, we, look. It, 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 I suppose the two factors. One is, uh, I, I don't think, I don't think D would be mad keen on on sending him by any means away anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and then the second thing is, look, it's, uh, yeah, well, you have to, you have to think about the financial aspect as well. It's, it's uh, that, 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 that would, that would be uh, something you'd have to, you'd have to consider too, because it's not a. I was not, I'm not saying it was ever cheap, but it wasn't, uh, I suppose, even inflation in just the terms yeah. as an economist, it's probably, uh, it's it's, uh, it's a bit different today. But, but I think the main consideration would be really, look, what's best, what's what would be best for him, consider other 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 schools. There's, a, there's another very good Jesuit school here on the north side, but uh, very, also very competitive to, to get into. Obviously so we'll, look, we'll, we'll see, Rasa, we'll Bruce see. Bruce Bradley's obviously had a big influence on you. <laughs> uh, well, look, he's a he's a great man, and uh, it was very good he's to be in man, school and set, set our wedding mass. And uh, yeah. yeah, as I said, I consider him a, a pal. No, it's funny because I have two daughters. Obviously, they're they're now finished college, but it was never really an option because selfishness. So I didn't want to lose my kids. You know, <clears throat> it was never really an option for me, Ross. You know, if I had a son, it might have been slightly different. But finances might have been precluded. But uh, sending my kids away for five or six years, I would have personally, having enjoyed it very much, found it tough as a parent. And I've heard that a few times from lots of other parents, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, look, I, I think that's. Uh, I'm not saying for seconds it would be all. Uh, it would be all on on, on D's side, and and, and uh, she, she 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 killed me if I if I gave that impression. I yeah. mean, look, obviously at this stage, you, it'd be very hard to to see anyone go away for 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 three and a half weeks, even if you visit them, maybe, and maybe it's every Sunday now yeah, these days, but it's still not not quite the same. And things a little bit different as well when you're living in the city. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in the country and and you know, a good chunk, there were maybe 20 lads from Dublin, I like, can't remember the exact numbers, but uh, the majority were from the country uh, or from country towns. And I think that's a bit different to, uh, you know, a city community where there's just a wider, a wider network and uh, it's harder maybe to leave that behind at 12. Yeah, uh, than it is if you're coming from as I was yeah, a smaller class in primary school, and um, you know what it 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 was uh, it was it was more rural and a quieter life. Whereas uh, there's lots of other things, and I even see with my own children the amount of sports they're involved in and activities they're involved in. Always, it was much narrower narrower when we were growing up. Yeah, and if you were to put a piece of music to those drives up the avenue and those big buildings, is there certain songs that come to mind? When you hear them on the radio, they bring you back there. Yeah, I, I, I say one the one band that that and there's a couple of songs that that uh, stick with me from from the same band and and it's the Water Boys, uh, who I'm a huge fan of now. But I can't say I was a massive fan uh, when I was in Clongos, and yeah. um, we're actually going to see them in the Ivy Gardens next month. Looking cool, forward to to, yeah. to that for the first time live. But um, the first one is uh, is is Hole of the Moon, and it kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about those Mondays when you'd be going back. So. <laughs> I used to get my haircut on the Monday in Navan before going back, and uh, my mother took me to uh, took me to a place in Navan, uh, which wasn't a barber's; it was more a hairdresser, uh, Peter 
marks and uh, probably why I had such a bad haircut for, for my time in, uh, in school. Uh, sorry, Blonnet. <laughs> but uh, I remember one, I don't know how it sticks in my mind, but I remember being in there one Monday, could have been third or fourth year, and Hole of the Moon came on the, on, on the radio. And it's just one of those memories, you know, that sticks with you. And I used to hate the song back then. And I absolutely loved the song. It's meant a lot to me in different events and weddings and things over the years where it it, 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 it has, uh, has been there as part of memory since but but uh, it's funny that reverse and then the other song was it was one that one of the guys Ronald Kildoff used to play a lot I remember which is the Glastonbury song by the Water Boys mm. and and I think we were around must have been around fourth year he must have played it three four times a day now it is a great song but uh, I just remember that always being on repeat in the dorm <laughs> across the across the way so uh, yeah it's it, it, it's more the band than those couple of songs that stick in, stick in my mind but uh, I love both those songs now today, yeah. even though I didn't in the past it's amazing what six and you guys from your uh, vintage have many gatherings and stick together. I know the Men for Others has a not a huge impact on you, as you were saying earlier, but you do get together regularly. Uh, yeah, and I haven't got to talk about it uh, enough uh, yet, but the um, I have great friends from school, um, and I think that the thing is you have your I suppose your, your closer friends, and then you've, you've, you've others that you, you'd see less regularly, or you might even bump into one of them abroad, and it's it's you just pick up straight away. It's it's that thing, it's that magical thing about Clongos. It's kind of almost you know soldier through it for so long. And like we started with about seventy in our year. I think of the original year, only high fifties finished. So you know it's not for everybody, and it's uh you know it might give you a little bit of a hard neck coming out of it. Um, so you know, I was very different at 18 than from what I was that shy child at 12 but um, you know, I think because you soldier together through that you have those bonds for life so yeah we've done our um, we did our 10 year God, feels like a long time ago now. Uh, in 2006, down in Lahinch, because yeah, I remember we played golf one of the days, or a gang of us anyway played golf. And then uh, we did, we didn't go too far for a second on the other side of Limerick. Uh, we were in Adair for the uh, 20 year in 2016. So just reminded me, it's only three years till our next one. And I'm sure it'll somewhere, well, maybe we won't go down to that part of the world again. But uh, look, I'm sure we get a, a a good number. We we good numbers of both of those. Um, I was actually at the, the, the union dinner back in February and we we had a table at that, which was nice. Um, yeah. So it was good to catch up with a few people I hadn't seen since it's been COVID busy, yeah. Uh, I was there. It's very busy. Uh, and I left. Well, yeah. it was good, wasn't it? it was yeah, good, yeah, yeah. It was a good night, and um, yeah, it was it was really packed. I think people wanted to be out again and meet people they hadn't seen in a while. Yeah, no, it does transcend the years as well, and just amazing who who you see and stuff. Yeah, and if you're just summing up all, in, is there one word you could do, or would that be doing your time in Clongos and injustice? Is there some word that you can sum it up and just say that's what it means to me? God, you're really, really, really putting me on on on, on the spot. Is that a good? Time? Oh, it was an experience. It was an experience. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it was. Um, and this isn't uh, one word, but 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 you know, it may it certainly makes a man of you. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, just probably a more eloquent or elegant way of saying that. But that that would be the sentiment that uh, I would have certainly. Russell White, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you, Russell.